You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 28. Welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world. And we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences, so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's crack-a-lackin' podcast world? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 28. Vente ocho. Yup! On today's topic, we will be discussing um, wanting things in life versus maybe needing things and or being committed to things in life. So, Ooh, I want it. What's that, buddy? Ooh, I want it. Uh, <laughs> do you want it or do you need it? Oh, I want it. We'll be talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to hear more on what John wants here. Um, no, on to, we thought it'd be a good topic as life. Uh, there's only so many hours in life, so many minutes in a day. Um, and none of it's guaranteed to us, as we all know. So maybe talking about prioritizing how we spend our time and what we want to do with it uh, for the better, uh, hopefully in most instances, would be a good topic. But before we hop on into that, we're going to shoot it over to Johnny Boy with a weekly review for us. Well, before I get to that, I want to throw out another movie quote. Let's see if y'all can guess where that's from. Oh, 525,600 minutes. 500,000. Wait, I can. I feel like that's a song. Yes, Yes, it is a song, CC. Is it a musical? Yeah. Okay, hold on. I got the. I'm grooving. Hold on. Not a clue over here. Seasons of love. Oh, yes. Rent. Rent. I think maybe I actually heard that song. I feel like I've heard the song. I can't say the movie's name is Rent. I've seen the movie. I've heard the song. And made a movie out of it, too. Mm. Very cool. Never heard of it. It was really popular. Okay, Matt, we're over four okay. movies. We'll get there. We'll Don't get worry. There. I, got another, I, got another, I got Forrest Gump. <laughs> I got another opportunity. But I think you brought up Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah I did. At least I didn't try that one. <laughs> hey, me and Craig, we're one for one. <laughs> okay, here we go with the, uh, the review. Um, the, it's titled Uber Inspirational. It says it's very inspirational and uplifting. While many talk about negative situations, gossip, and hearsay, these guys talk about the positive ideas and moving forward. Ba-bam! Nice. And that's from Enjoy and Listen. Thank I you. I appreciate you uh, putting a review out for everyone. It's always great to hear the feedback. Um, and it helps us get the word out uh, to all the people, you know, people who are looking for podcasts. It's good to have all of that personal input. So we really appreciate it if you haven't had an opportunity to do a review yet i would encourage you to do so i would agree just a little shout out of, of thanks for that as well especially hitting on the um, fact that we have some positive happenings over here uh, that is one of the the main uh, focal points or underlying tones of the podcast um, is to motivate inspire people in a positive way i also want to second what john's saying and look we want to give a little thanks out to we've had some downloads in ireland all over the globe here but ireland right. seems to be coming in hot lately and um, so whoever you are out there, 
or whoever y'all are, we appreciate it. Yeah, we see them uh, steadily coming in. Um, so we see you over there listening. We appreciate it. <laughs> Keep it up. Podcast has no boundaries, so appreciate you sharing it, guys. Okay, do y'all want to jump into the uh, additional movie right now just to see if um Craig he's gonna try to it. he's oh, trying to put us man. down but maybe he's bringing us up yeah let's go uh, maybe we're maybe you're coming down <laughs> okay how about jumanji not the one with um you know 10 15 years ago the newer one not the reloaded thinking. one i'm thinking of the robin williams one. i'm not thinking of that williams. one too so there was another one done. That. oh i think it was 2017 okay and uh we just recently watched it over the weekend and you know they had a guy in there that reminded me of the hot dog man of lake charles really i'm intrigued <laughs> good lord well he got trapped in the game in the um i think 1996 is when he got trapped in the game and once uh the other people from modern times uh get there he starts saying some things like oh this is fly this is you know different th- different things like this and everybody looks at him like he's crazy he's like where what year do you think it is <laughs> so anyway he's i'm pretty sure he said fly language or fly capabilities fly yeah that it was so sounds, funny i'm like oh my goodness i gotta bring this up. sounds like some fly happenings going on from there for this guy that's exactly what's going on over here man that's awesome. 1996. Speaking of movies, not that we're having a movie podcast today, but let's just keep trucking on with this for a minute. A Case for Christ. Yeah. Sounds like a good recommendation from uh, from somebody, somebody in the room. Craig. <laughs> yeah, actually, I haven't seen it, but I would like to. I have seen it. John told me to watch it again. Okay. I, I feel like this is, we're just short off topic in here for a second. I feel like we also should have a topic of what you and John advised me to do with my life. Oh, books, movies like April and you have led me in a lot of ways. Yes. John's led me a lot. And I seem to be susceptible of at least trying them. Our weekly recommendation for hot dog. It just hit me. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it just hit me. Have you ever seen the movie? Just say yes or yes with, um, ooh, I can't remember the actor's names. Have not. I haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, anyway, he has to say yes to everything. That goes on in his life. That sounds like what you should oh. do for a while. Well, <laughs> I am willing. Funny, just will, do it. Yes. When it comes to Craig, I told someone this the other day. My friends, if Craig told me to do something, I'd freaking do it. If he was like, "Come on, buddy, we're jumping off the bridge," I would honestly do it. Johnny, gotta kind of, kind of get a question what that is for a second. But in all sincerity, a case for Christ. John told me to watch it. Great movie. Um, so people looking for a movie out there, I'm trying to pitch this one along with some of the books I've read recently and the movie Just Mercy that I watched and book I read. But A Case for Christ is great, Craig. I think that would be something to be right up you and your family's alley, too, if you wanted to, to tune into that little endeavor. Awesome, man. Thanks for sharing that. I will. All, All right. right. Okay, hot dog. Enough playing around. Let's get to the nitty-gritty. We're trying, man. We're, <laughs> <laughs> We're trying. We're going to flip it over to Craig. Um, Craigles here to give us a would you rather for the week. All right. I got the would you rather this week, guys. And so this can always go anywhere. I came across this one and at first I didn't know what to think about it and then that made it that much better. So here we go. Would you rather become twice as strong when both your fingers are stuck in your ears or crawl twice as fast as you can run? <laughs> okay, wait. So I've got to have my fingers in my ears to be twice as strong as I am? Twice as strong as you are when your fingers are stuck in your ears. Or you can crawl twice as fast as you can run. 
I'm not sure which either the purpose of either of those would be, but you have to come up with an answer. Well, I would um, I would say I would have to be shoot for the crawling twice as fast as normal. Okay. Uh, I can see that being in a high need for me with the little ones that I have going on. So that I think that would be a great advantage. Um, I don't do a whole lot of things where I need to lift a ton of weight with my legs, which I guess if I did need to do a lot of weightlifting, carrying things, I could stick my ears and my hands in my ears and still be able to lift and move around things. But for that reason, I would, uh, I'd go for the, the quick crawl. Cool. This is an interesting one, Craig. It is interesting. I know. It's very different. But you know what? It's different. It's fly like that, you know? It's a fly different one. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> as Matt would say. <laughs> I probably would roll with the crawling situation too because I just feel like the viewpoint of life would be totally different if I was crawling around like pretty crazy speed around yeah. everybody else. People would look at me like, what the hell's going on? But I think it would just be a new perspective on life. So that's why I would go with that. What about you? Yeah, yeah. honestly, at first I thought, oh, the extra strength would be cool. But you're kind of, you know, you can't use your arms because they're in your ears. So <laughs> I, I too would also probably take advantage of the crawling you could get from A to B much faster. I, you know, you could run pretty fast, but then run crawl twice as fast. It would look, you'd probably scare some people, you know, <laughs> coming down the street. I <laughs> think you're like some kind of like werewolf or something, but yeah, I'm going to go with crawl twice as fast and just, you know, whenever you're, when you need to kick in the speed, man, just go on all fours and go for it. <laughs> I can't wait to see how Allie, who does some of our posting gets this one out there on the social media for us for the viewers, to, yes. the listeners to it's read. Definitely. Uh, yes. It's going to be a challenge, but it, it's interesting. And this one kind of reminds me of uh, one of the first ones we did of, would you rather fly everywhere 10 miles an I hour about that too. or oh, yeah. run everywhere at 150 yes. miles, whatever it was. I was like, huh, this is kind of along the same lines as that. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that piggyback ride. Crab <laughs> <laughs> cream speeding around. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely do it now. He's been crawling so fast just off on his back. <laughs> It'd probably be easier. Get like a little man saddle. <laughs> dude, dude, he could actually be, he could try to crawl like with the, on his forearms, put his, put his hands in his ears, and then he'd be able to handle you on his back and crawl fast. At the same time. Well, just don't treat him like a horse, okay? That wouldn't get a stare or two. <laughs> dude, me and that horse would be jump roping, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, until he wasn't. <laughs> oh man you would think we'd have margaritas but all of us have been working and it's high noon here um okay spinning our way into the topic thought it would be pretty good and um john you seem to hop on pretty on board with this and craig you're along for the ride as normal with whatever we seem to be throwing out there so um let's start out with maybe the difference i thought personally when i was thinking of this i was thinking there's a lot of things in life that we want in life, but only a certain number of things that we can be committed to. And I think if you are committed to something, you can show that in a lot of ways, your actions, your beliefs in it, um, how much effort you put into it, all those things, which we'll probably delve a little into. But then when we were talking about it amongst us, John, I thought that was a good point you made by saying, well, there's also the difference in wanting something versus needing something. And then I think when you delve into whether you're committed to something, that might... Um, be bridged by whether you actually need it so you can determine if you should you know make the effort to be committed to it so why don't we'll spin it over to you and give us maybe your thoughts on where you thought that was heading well to start off with you know i was thinking about you know what kind of things do you need in life obviously all of us need things like air 
water, food, the occasional Craigerita in order for us to get by <laughs> and, uh, and live life. Uh, but beyond that, maybe some shelter. Um, but beyond that, most of the other things that I was considering would fall under the want category. Um, so basic needs in life are pretty simple. Maybe you need a car if you work for from your home, something like that, and you don't have Craig Cream to piggyback you around or crawl around <laughs> along those lines. But um, overall in life, you know, I don't feel like you really need a whole lot of things. Um, hmm. And for the, you know, the want category, I think is wide open for just about everything else. Um, and that could be a bunch of different things. It could be, oh, I want to have a new car every one or two years. Well, you don't need it. You may want it, and if you can get it, that's great. Or you may want to go on exotic vacations. That would be wonderful, too. Um, but you don't need or have to go on them. You're going to survive if you don't get to do them. Um, and also considering this, you know, it, it made me think back to, you know, having my 14-year-old and everything in his life is a need. Lots of biscuit. From his perspective. Oh, yeah, he's not super excited with you about that. But, um, you know, most of the things in his life, you know, he feels like he needs. So, for instance, he needs a Dandy Duncan T-shirt. Uh, he needs, around Christmas time, he needed to have one of the champion hoodie t- um, sweatshirts. Uh, a while back, you know, he, every day, he needed to go to Izzo's to go have a burrito over there. Um, so it's, it's interesting, you know, coming from different perspectives, different parts of your life where that may, um, your viewpoint changes too. Another side note to that is, you know, we've been going to Izzo's for a long time and um, we go, one of the first times that he and I go there, and we're in line. I'm like, all right, Andrew, what would you like to eat? He's like, I want a burrito. I want that big one. So I'm like, what do you mean that big one? He's like, the biggest one right there. So I'm like, okay, you know, go ahead and order what you want. So he says, I want the super filoni. And I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, I want the super filoni. So I'm like, all right, we'll tell that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it was just a cute little story about him. It was uh, the felony. He wanted the felony, but he was like, I want the super felony. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Look, so anyway, what do you all think about, uh, you know, the wants and needs and some of the examples that I talked about? I always think of uh, when the kids want to buy something or even, I guess, me or my wife. It's like, now, do we want this or do we need this? <laughs> so it's like always around finances, you know, when you're going to make a purchase. Because some things you, they're wants, and we'd always challenge our kids. though. So, all right, well, just... You know, write it down, think about it. Every day I want you to look at it and just really, you know, in, in a week, if you really think you need it, then we can talk about it. You know, if it's something big, um, you know, I'd seen a couple definitions. You know, want is having a desire to possess or do something, right? That's your desire. And the need is uh, you require something because it's essential or very important, you know, rather than just desirable. So the, you know, you could, I saw this chart. It was really cool. It was like wants versus needs. And so if you have a high want and a high need, you know, you pursue it. Uh, if you have a low want and a low need, you avoid it. If you have a high need but a low want, you recognize that, right? You recognize that you need this and that maybe it's something you should be pursuing. And if you have a high want but a low need, then you got to prioritize 
you know, is that really that important? Or is it just something that you really, really want? And then you eventually you'll get there, but if you don't feel like the need is that great at this point in time, you'll learn to prioritize at what point in your life you need to acquire that, uh, even if it is a new dress. <laughs> you know, I think that that's a really good point you make, actually, Craig, in the beginning part of that, where if you think you need something, could even be like Andrew in that shirt that John's talking about. If you sleep on it for a little while, you write down and you think about it, there's probably something else that's going to come up that you might need or want more right. than what that is. So if you do let time pass, sleep on it a little bit, I think that that is uh, pretty key. Another one of my philosophies in life that I mentioned before, the old but why. Like if you ask yourself almost on anything. What did you just say? Did you say but what? what? Did you just curse again? Did you curse again? Man? Lady J. No. Over we have, we apologize to our listeners. I said... <laughs> I don't even know where you thought. What cuss word was that? Uh, did you, you you just said but? You said but, but why? Oh, yeah. sorry. But why? <laughs> Craig, you're normally the one on my team. <laughs> What's happened here? It's too late. Sorry, no. No, but if you ask yourself the two words, but why, when you're doing anything in your life, no, seriously, it's one of the things no, I yeah. try to do. Like when you're doing something in your life, you're like, man, or if you wanted something or you think something's important, need it. If you ask yourself, but why? But why do I want that shirt? But why do I want that dress? But why do I want to go on that trip? I think you can ultimately determine that kind of toggling along what John said in the way beginning, if this is something that you actually need, because most things in life, if you go to the back to the but why are not that big a deal. It might be something you're extremely upset about. It might be something you think you really want. It might be something you think you really do. But at the end of the day, you couple John and Craig together here, let some time pass like Craig's saying, and then ask yourself, do I really need this? Like John's saying, you can come to that place of uh, maybe figuring out that you don't actually need it. Secondarily to that, I think that, John, you made the point, and I'm not going to argue with you here, but going to bring this up a tad, that there's only a few things in life you need. And I tend to agree, yeah, you need some air to breathe, etc. like the fundamentals. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I think, and not defending Fly Tookie Biscuit, for the shirt and whatever he needs but um, or wants. But I think your needs in life can be different at different times of your life. What do you think about that? Like the needs could change. You might actually need something, you know, when you were 10 versus when you're 30, 50, 70, 90, two different things. Well, I'm glad you're jumping on to the point that I, I think I already made earlier. But um, I, I, I think that's great. Um, and, it you know, for in his particular scenario whenever he needed quote unquote something if we would put a time frame in between him and getting the object or giving him tasks things to do in order for him to get that over time that would change and he would think about oh man i have to do this 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 and this in order to get that maybe i'll um just not do all of these things and and put that other thing on the wayside so i agree your, your perspective does change depending on where you are in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think a lot of the younger people, you know, kids, obviously, they don't have as much life experience, and a lot of what they perceive as needs or in actuality wants. Yeah, that's true. It's interesting. You can look at, like, wants versus needs in your relationships, your career, your finances, or, like, shopping, and kind of go into what you said about people, young kids and, like, okay, I, you know, I want a million dollars or I need a million dollars. I think a lot of people, they have the want for something bigger or better or something in their life, but they don't necessarily raise their standards to the level to where it becomes like something they have to have Mm -hmm. to where that urgency for that need is great. And so a lot of times it's kind of helping people 
um, or even helping yourself recognize that you got to raise your standard to a whole new level in some cases to achieve or get that thing that you really you want, but you got to make it a need. And then you find a way to make it happen because the priority has really gone up. Sure. And, it, you know, I found an interesting quote that goes along those lines. Uh, it's from um, Peter McWilliams, uh, not to be confused with one Peter. Uh, and <laughs> the quote goes, Don't handle one you, Peter, can, bro. You, can, you can have anything you want in life. You just can't have everything you want. Yeah. What do you think about that, I know? have anything i think that's pretty good and so far as it kind of goes back to my place of the commitment realm which we'll hold on here run into here in a minute um there's only so many things that you can do with your time so many things that you can actually if you really want something there's only i don't if you you can want everything there is you can only get so many of them there's there's only enough hours of the day there's only enough things you can do to actually get what you want in life if it's something you want that becomes a need so to speak it's like you asked why. I think if you have a, a big enough why, then you find out what are those things that you really want. You know, like if you have a big enough reason for it um, and a very clear picture. Preach, Craig. Well, Come no, back to the side of the table. Give, table. I'll give you some credit for the why. <laughs> Thank you. Because, you know, if it's, if it's like crystal clear, like it's, you're so passionate about it and your why is so huge, then you're going to find a way to make it happen. Like you'll figure it out. A hundred percent. I agree. You know? And I guess toggling back to what I was going back at John here for a second with the needs can be different in our lives i'll give you a good example so i personally this is just me part of where i'm at kind of somewhat in my own life at the moment i really feel the need to to get closer to god i think probably all of us sitting here the three at the table here have gone through times in our life where we might delve more deeper into our faith journey than at other times life might get the best of us etc you rock rock along and I personally am like, again, pretty systematic in my happenings. We've discussed some of this on my prayer life, involved every day, but I've felt the need the last, I don't know, month or so on this journey to, I've wanted the calling to get closer to God. Well, I can want that. That's not like a John saying like the air to breathe, but I, I personally believe that that is a need more than a want. But at the same time, while I want it, I've got to be committed enough to it to make it a need to make my life, you know, I bumbled into adoration several more times recently, journaled a little bit more recently. I've made myself committed to the need. While that might not be whatever, I might, we could always need or want to be closer to God, but there's certain parts of my life where I haven't felt as much of a calling. And that's all I was saying. You can be in a different area of your life with a lot of different things where you might feel the need for needing to surround yourself with friends at certain times or a need to want to be on your own on a solo trip at times. There's certain parts or places in your life where you may need something differently to each person. Yeah. And you, you know, it's definitely what you're talking about, I think is definitely a need uh, depending on where your destination is going to be for your eternal salvation or any alternative to that so the taking those action steps being committed to spending more time in prayer um spending more time in adoration reading scriptures doing other things like that at that point they don't fall into a want category in my opinion i mean that's a need that's what you have to Mm -hmm. do in order to be diligent um to keep heading the direction with where you want to go i think it's a good exercise uh, and you use faith as an example to, to do that with the most important parts of your life, probably faith being first and foremost down to your relationships, to your career. You know, what do I need in this part of my life? And then going back to Matt, why do I need it? And then you give, <laughs> yourself, Greg. you know, why, why, why do I need to 
do it. You know, and then, <laughs> and then it becomes clear, and he, be, he it gives it more purpose, and mm-hmm. it, you see how you're going to be fulfilled on the back end. Um, going back to my old boy Tony Robbins. <laughs> Hashtag Tony Robbins. Oh, T Dog. We'll have him back on. Still here. working to get him on the cast. Yes, he'll be on one day. Um, <laughs> but uh, he talks about the six human needs, and I don't know to what extent these are his or he just helped bring them to the forefront. I think they've already been, they've been out for a while, but they talk about the need for certainty. And I've, I've talked to Matt for sure on these before. Certainty yeah, is the need to have this sort of like consistency in your life. Like you know, people are going to show up. You know, your job's going to be there. You know that. You do the routine and it's the same all the time. And it's, it, there's comfort in knowing that you're going to get a hug from your buddies and you just know it's there. Um, and in a relationship, you know, your wife or spouse or girlfriend, someone's going to be there. We also have the need for uncertainty. And that's the, the spice of life, right? Things you don't expect. Hey, let's go take a vacation. Let's go to do the fun thing that kind of breaks up the monotony of life. Because if you always have certainty, then, you know, you need, you get boring. You need to have some uncertainty in some relationships when they're getting started. Um, you have the certainty of the person showing up, but you have the uncertainty of the new adventures together and kind of figuring out life together. Um, another human needs love, the mm-hmm. need to, to love and be loved and, and have that love reciprocated. Um, another need is connection, uh, the, the need to feel connected to somebody. Um, and when you have that love, that connection, the certainty, the uncertainty, that kind of, I guess, in a sense, makes it a more fulfilling experience, whether it's with a human being like when you're dating and going out and you, you go through those stages. And then when you reach all of those, you kind of have this like infatuation or this addiction to what you're trying to accomplish. And then you can really accomplish the last two uh, needs, which are growth and contribution. So you're going you're gonna to grow spiritually, emotionally, financially, and then you'll be able to contribute or give it back mm-hmm. financially, spiritually, emotionally. So it's kind of cool. I, I kind of try to temper a lot of my aspects of my life with those things and I fall short on a lot and in some parts, some of them I'm doing pretty good, but you know, you, you were talking about your faith. It's almost like you could just list faith, relationship, finances, career, and, and what are my needs? What are my wants? What are my whys? And then how am I meeting my needs in each of those categories? I think that's awesome, Craig. And I, I have had the conversation with you on this, I think on couple occasions a couple different times and I can see how it's a part of your life how you have really this has resonated with you um and just watching you talk about it right now see that that fired up part of Craig coming out over there I think that's awesome man here comes animated man (laughs) yeah and you know you brought you brought up um one of the things that you mentioned was love or connection companionship uh, something along those lines and I think that was something that was you know, brought to my attention to a greater aspect during all the virus outbreak. Um, my mother-in-law, Dee Dee, um, is a cancer survivor, and um, she's still, you know, immunocompromised. So she had to, well, my father-in-law quarantined uh, to a different area. So she was at home, mm-hmm. and we stayed away from her. We saw her from time to time, but we didn't have the normal interactions. We see her, we hug her, we kiss her goodbye, she holds the kids, all of that kind of thing. And after probably two months, we were down at their camp uh, at Big Lake, and she's like, I just can't take it anymore. Nobody has touched me in two months. I can't take it anymore. And she went and grabbed one of the kids. (laughs) So um, you're right. I mean, it's a want and maybe a need um, to have those types of connections, interactions, and feel and express those loves in a meaningful way to you. So it was just a recent 
tangible um, example of that. That's awesome. Yeah, sure is, man. And uh, shout out to Didi. We love you. Didi. Didi. Um, on another note with this, so you have those type needs and wants, and then like personally, like in our careers, we all do a lot of stuff, and most of our listeners, and I mean, it could even be a career as a, a stay-at-home mom, from somebody to CEO to a company, whatever it is, you, I think your needs within that field change, kind of like Craig's saying, I think number two on, on the list of the Tony Robbins happenings over there, um, with the want for something different or want for a change or want for, it's kind of like Craig and I, we bounce around different ideas for business ideas all the time. But what do y'all think about you have an idea, you think about something or something you want to change about yourself personally, again, could be in your job, but then being actually committed to it and how we could maybe discuss the different various ways you can do that. The first thing that comes to my mind is you've got to introspectively spend some time and go to the good old classic, but why do you want this change or do you want to do this thing in your life? But I think you have to have some introspective fly happenings before you can get to that place. That's true. It's like... um I guess when looking at say health or career or finances, you, you kind of make it a, it's a want, but it's like a should, I should do this. I should do yeah, that. Yeah. There's a should element, you know? Sure. And it's like, like I was making, how do you go from a should to a must? And like Tony says, you can should all over yourself, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not really gonna get you where you want to go. So you got to find a way to get crystal clear and raise your standards as to why that should, should become a must. Okay. I should exercise. Well, that's not, very compelling but if it's because i'm going to lose some weight it's going to decrease my inflammation i'm going to be strong i'll be able to hike mountains into my 70s or 80s i'm going to live 15 years longer to see my grandkids um i'm just going to have a better quality of life i'm going to sleep better i'll be less depressed i mean there's you can make a laundry list and if you make it super compelling from a should to a must then you find a way because the motivation is so great to get the thing done that it's no longer a, it's, it's something you have to do. And I, I don't know, but it's, it's, what do you do to get from that sort of want to the getting it that crystal clear? You know, mm-hmm. I think some people need that level of clarity to get the motivation. I know I do because otherwise it's just sort of like a, oh, I know I should do this or oh, I need to do that. But if it doesn't have enough oomph behind it, it's just kind of, you know, I might do it for a day or two. And, yeah. And once you get yourself going, it's almost like this podcast. Yeah. Boop, Matt. <laughs> really wanted to do this it was a want this was not a need it's kind of turning into one but we're still here we're we're back to craig's list over there we're showing up every week we're recording the the deal together we're making and it's now become a commitment and if you're committed to something long enough it could be also like exercising like craig's saying over here you get that um sense of guilt if you don't do it because you know it's good for you, you know it's something you've been doing you're invested into it once you can get past the place of of uh the beginning stages and you get that sense of man i've made this a commitment in my life i need to show up i need to do it i think the whole thing starts turning yeah i think it's important once you you know you decide you have a goal or you make a commitment to do something then you have to have an action plan of how you're going to make that occur so it may be um you know examples we've talked about in the past where you start off and you're going to run 200 yards today and that's the only amount that you can run and then the next week you're going to run a little bit further so whatever goal it may be you just keep you know form your action plan and you execute that plan as best you can obviously it may not be perfect and you may be able you may have to tweak it along the way um 
in order to achieve your ultimate goal. Yeah, making a one, I, I was listening to another podcast the other day. It was kind of talking on cheater, hitting on some <laughs> of that a little bit. Um, I mean, we don't hate on other people out there <laughs> at all. Uh, but yeah, making a tiny step forward. It doesn't matter what it is. Just making some type of step forward to where to go into where you're trying to get. If that you wanted to, you know, give more of yourself in life, go do something nice for somebody one day. Just make a phone call. You know, tell them you're thinking of them. There's a lot of things you can do to just make one small step forward. And then you look back, it's kind of like that stock, man. You're rising as time is going on. When you look, you know, in the rearview mirror, you've made some progress. You know, I've never regretted doing one little thing towards my goal, but I've plenty of times regretted not doing anything. Mm -hmm. You know, even if it's like, like that one phone call, like there's like a million things to do to accomplish this one task. And if all I have to do is call one person that day, and it's just one one thousandth of what has to get done. You did the thing. You did right. something. If I had to skip the phone call, you beat yourself up about it. So, amen to that, man. Just one baby steps. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. An example of you know that Craig Cream has been a good uh, good example for me is you know keeping a slimmer, trimmer waistline is not doing something, not eating that shrimp po' boy, pushing uh. it away, and just getting that salad. I know it always. <laughs> For some of you that may or may not know, <laughs> before the podcast, when these when in its infancy, we'd go out to eat, and I would order a salad, and then Steve would order a salad, and then one day I'd order something he'd order, and realized that he would order what I would order, and Matt would get the big, you know, po' boy loaded, and you could see with longing eyes, Steve wanted the po' boy, <laughs> but he got on a trend where he'd order what I'd order, and he, there was all this disappointment when I ordered my grilled shrimp <laughs> salad, but he smiled and he went with it. I was like... And so the pressure's on me Look, to control Steve's diet. Of all times, Steve, you missed it the other day. <laughs> Craig and I uh, met up on some business stuff, and we went and grabbed a quick bite. We had like 25 minutes to go eat. So we're driving down the road real quick. Not real huge game plan in mind. And we, I, we were trying to sneak Prime in real quick. Well, Prime was closed. So we get, we get all the way down there to close Monday and Tuesdays. So we have no other real options. But Craig... We went back and forth, back and forth where we were going to go. I was trying to get somewhere with a healthy option. And so he was going to rock the salad over there. We wound up. Where did we go, Craig? We went to a Taco Mel. Craig wound up being oh, like, yeah. screw it. I'm just going to eat whatever I want to eat. <laughs> and he ate some tacos. And I was literally like, oh, my God. I have normal Craig today. Thank yeah. God. I, he's going to eat normal. That, sell, that sounds like uh, Craig on game day, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you. Vacations, game day. Um, actually nighttime. I like to enjoy dinners, but lunch. Yeah, nighttime. He did, he, he did tell me, well, tonight, I'll, I can't remember what y'all were going to eat that yeah. night. But oh, I, I don't hold back. And weekends. It's mainly because I don't want to get bogged down after lunch. A lot of times, clinic, man, it's rough if, I, uh, if I'm half asleep. Yeah, you eat too much, you can make you sleep. Oh, sure. man. And I was trying to take Craig away from his commitment. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, though. It was tacos. I'm committed to getting Craig to eat normal Are you sure lunch? you want to keep backing up this guy? Yeah, he's, look at him. He's trying to pull you off your commitment. <laughs> trying to let him have a little fun in life every now and again. So, I, hey. I needed to eat a salad. Matt said, but you want to eat a taco. <laughs> I was like, yes, I do want that. Actually, it spun perfect to me when I told him I'd never eaten there. And he was like, you've got it. I needed to go there. There we yeah, were. That's right. <laughs> All right, man. That's some good stuff, guys. Well, this is our weekly segment where we hit the gas or pump the brakes. And this week, I feel like Matt's got something for hit the gas. Yeah, I'll take it on for that because I think John's going to pump the brakes. Well, we'll see about that. Uh, I might titty tap him on or, or pump the gas. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all honesty, I've, I've been going back and forth. Took a shower that night. Got a shower and I was looking at myself and I was like, man, my hair is so long. It's the longest it's really been 
maybe since I was like a little little kid. I can't recall it being this long. I can see my bangs kind of around my ears, and I really was kind of letting it grow because of the quarantine. And then I was going to get a haircut, and I went to Justin's last week, and his wife was going to cut my hair for me. And then she looked at me. She's like, no, I don't think you should cut it. And then literally last night or the night before, I was thinking to myself, man, I don't know how much longer I can go with this. And I was looking at it, and I was like, well, we are making new memories here, making some mems. So I decided to hit the gas, and I'm going to let it keep going a little okay. bit. We're on a week-to-week basis, but that made me hit the gas a little bit. I've noticed it's getting long. I mean, I've been observing the growth, but it's really getting It's pretty freaking long, long, man. Yeah. It's looking pretty funny when he gets frazzled like that and it starts poking out the side. <laughs> oh, yeah, when I get in the zone, I tend to play with my hair a lot. And it's, yeah. I think it, but Steve's hair, funny. when he lets it ride, it, it definitely... People do tell me, you just want to be like Steve. I'm like, no, I can never have <laughs> yeah, hair like that's that. Pro- that's probably it. <laughs> All right, Johnny Boy, what made you pump the brakes this week? Well, guys, um, you know, I'm still not working full capacity uh, at the office, so I'm at home in the mornings with the kids when my wife goes to work several days a week. And one day this week, uh, I was walking around the house, went and picked up the five-month-old, and I was looking around, and I couldn't find Matthew. I couldn't find the tiny gift. So I walked through the whole house, couldn't find him. He was disappeared. So I look, go check all the doors. All the doors were locked, so I'm like, okay, I think he's in the house. Um, And then I start going room to room and looking for him. And then I go into his room, and I see that the closet door is closed and but i can see that there's something hanging from the door from the closet like a rope like a little something hanging down so immediately i got probably the scaredest i've ever been in my life just immediately sick to my stomach thinking that maybe he had entangled himself in this um, rope and was in distress or even worse so um, I go in and I open the door, and thankfully, um, he was just in there. He had uh, pooped in his diaper and was pulling the rope and holding the door closed. But oh, after that, um, you know, I walked around the house and, okay, um, let me make sure that all of these, I don't, we don't have anything that he could possibly entangle himself. And what it was, it was just a backpack that had like a little rope attached to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, freaked me out, really scared. Uh, it was a terrible feeling, and... You know, anybody who has kids, uh, if they're, you ever see them in danger or think they might in da- be in danger, it's just a terrible thing. So, anyway, that made me hit the brakes really hard. Oh, man, that's scary. Dude, but, yeah, I can tell I'd make you pause for a minute for sure. But yeah, I've definitely had some moments in our life where those little moments that make you oh, hurt, pitter-patter. <laughs> terrible. Oh, John, thanks for sharing, and we're glad Tiny's still in one piece over there. Yeah, so he, oh, he's fine. But anyway, there are a lot of pe- kids who do get uh, in trouble with, you know, blinds, other things like that. Mm-hmm. So it might be a good opportunity for people to walk around their house and look for any of those um, dangers that may be present. Actually, it's funny you say this, and it's not funny, but uh, we it, this is caught on video. Me and my brother, it's a Christmas time. They're filming us sitting next to each other, probably five and seven years old. My brother has this red thing on his neck, and my aunt's like, "What's that on your neck?" He, my brother's like, oh, "I was, I was, I was flying." Well, how'd you fly? Well, I tied a, he tied a, a shoestring or something around his neck, and tied it to the bunk bed rail and jumped off. Oh wow! He wanted to fly, <laughs> and it broke. Thank uh, God. Yeah, thank Could God. Could you imagine? And he's sitting there telling, he's laughing, and they're like, "Oh my God!" Yeah. You know, so Dude, kids do definitely some crazy good thing it broke. stuff. 
I know. Yeah. Isn't that scary? But it was on wow. the video. We're like, oh my Lord. That <laughs> is video, I mean, too. He goes, I flew. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted his safety rope, though. <laughs> I mean, you know, anyway, that just brought that back, that memory. Oh, goodness. Craziness. All right, guys. Well, look, we appreciate everyone tuning in this week uh, to some fly happenings with wanting things in life versus needing things and being committed to those things we need. And uh, feel free to hit us up on the social media platforms. Let us know some things in your life that are important to you or maybe some experiences you've had with committing to something and, and you've seen the fruits of the labor, so to speak. And until next time, we'll catch you later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing?